This Kick and Dicey is a D&D podcast about dudes being bros. What adventures will they get into? Only time will tell. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get dicey. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9-to-5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, I just like to say it's a beautiful day to find a little treat in your refrigerator that you forgot you bought. What was Ooh, it? I love, I oh, love wait, mystery guessing. treats. How oh, we're guessing. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, fuck. A little, I, a little treat. If you forgot about it, it had to be like relatively not perishable. Like it's not like a yogurt treat or something, you know? Like, correct. Yeah. I don't think it was sweet because you don't like sweet stuff. Yeah. Also correct. And you're vegetarian. <laughs> like so, it like wasn't a left beef. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, leftover like half of a quesadilla from Trudy's. Oh, that sounds amazing, but I wish that's what I found, but no. <laughs> I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. I know what I said about dairy, but I think it was like a nice cheese that you bought. Ooh. Okay. 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 No, it wasn't. I think... <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Well, now I'm thinking it maybe was like a lemon cake or something from the Korean bake. I know I said it probably wasn't a sweet thing, but they're not super sweet. So maybe like the little little lemon cakes you get at the Korean um, bakery. Also very delicious. Uh, but no, none of that is correct. It was a soda. Oh. Shit. <laughs> That's okay. a good one. It was, a was it the Nitro Pepsi? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> oh, I wish it was the vanilla Nitro Pepsi. <laughs> R.I.P. to a real one. R.R.I.P. No, it is a strawberry and vanilla uh, probe soda. Oh, oh I love these bad boys that have come out recently. All the probiotic sodas. There it is. Sponsor us, Olipop. Have you? I have a question because I tried the root beer version and I didn't love it. But I'm also like a root beer girly. So I don't know. So is it different, though, if it's like the fruit ones? I have liked their more cream soda-y ones more okay. than their, like, Dr. Goodwin, which is like their Dr. Yes. Pepper or, like, I had a cola co- one, and yeah. the cola one was not good either. But the That's fruit ones, bad. It the fruit feels ones like nice. they took a Yakult and just dumped it in there because there's, like, that creamy <laughs> texture, yeah. like, kind of that hits your tongue a little, or there's, like, some level of, like... <laughs> that is gross. Well, that's disgusting. Hey, that's probably milk, what hey, exactly and, it is. Milk and Coke is good as hell. Fuck off. Back to <laughs> the a, Pepsi. A Coke float. Vanilla. I mean, everyone loves a Coke float, but the, yeah. Anyways, milk and the, Coke. I guess like a root beer, like a Coke float. That's the same thing. A Coke yes. float yes. is just, amazing. That's, and I would milk. Eat one that's of those not only up. just yeah. milk and float. That's milk and eggs and float. Like, and sorry, that's milk and eggs and Coke. <laughs> <You> gotta stop. <laughs> You're hurting Becky's stomach just talking about this. <laughs> 
making, making me hungry. Miss. Uh, what was there's a drink? There's a drink where you like it's like chocolate milk with like a frothy egg white on top. It's like an egg cream. Oh yeah, an that? egg cream. Yeah. I've never had one. I've always wanted to have an egg cream. Whenever you see it, it looks delicious. It looks badass. But then you think about what it is, and you're like, wait a second. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we should try Very one old. on our socials live. Just for the we got a lot time. to do. We got to do the Hollandaise Challenge still. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We got to get Alex to chug uh, seltzer. Seltzer, yeah. And now we got to drink some egg creams. In that order. In one day. <laughs> and then go run two miles. <laughs> yeah. And then put the Hollandaise in the soda. Yeah. Yum. Um, hi, my name is Alex Villarreal. I play Ellis Vendove, and uh, today is a beautiful day to take some advice uh, from Kenny from a previous episode and listen to music while you go for a run. That no, was it Destiny. Says a podcast. Or Destiny. Y'all both. I think y'all both were like, listen, y'all listen to music, and I was like, I don't do that, and then I did oh, that. I see. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I went what on a run listen? today, too, and thought about you while I was choosing my music. And I was like, I bet Alex is running to a podcast right now. <laughs> That's funny. I listened to the Ezra Collective. Look at us. Oh, oh my God. Nice. <laughs> I walked in silence around my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> With a ski mask on. <laughs> what did you listen to? Or do we have to guess? Uh, I, I I mean, it was, I'd probably take. I listened to uh, uh, the album "What's the Story?" Morning Glory by Oasis because I've never listened to it all the way through in full, and that's a that's a, just a good '90s rock and roll record, man. Nice. Did nice. it? How was? What was the difference between music and podcast? Uh, I was like, I was definitely more locked in. I was like, I was, I was like, I could just like, I was just going. Mm. vibing and i wasn't running to the beat it was nice so I, i'm probably gonna try to listen to more albums while i run now I hell yeah i think i might try running i keep telling it's, myself it's i hate best. running it's really nice you don't dude nobody no. just take the you pressure off of like continually running at first yeah exactly no I it's do a form running. of meditation oh it absolutely is and now that the weather's nice it's run- running season's back it is, it is back. yeah that's the other thing it's running season so maybe it's time to just give it a go hi I'm Kenny Chilton, and I play Emil Mazak. And today's a beautiful day to use, um, a, like, specific glasses cleaner, like the spray, with a microfiber cloth, and stop using your T-shirt to clean your glasses. Like one of these. That's right. And For those at home, sprays. Alex held up a little a little cloth that you use to clean your glasses. No, but I got this little spray for my optometrist. I've got the little cloth, and it's just like, it's a world of difference. And then your glasses Crazy. aren't scratched. We all are bisquet, bespectacled. How do you say it? Bes- yes. Bespect. Bis- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. And so, and all of you, all of you nerds out there who are wearing glasses listening to this, stop <laughs> using your t-shirt to clean your glasses and use your yeah, lens really cleaners. And also, you're supposed to wash them with soap and water. Did you know this? No. Your lens cleaners or your glasses? Your, your glasses, especially like the rims, because they hold like all this gross oil. All this fucking nasty. Oh, yeah. Fucking... You ever clean that nose part and you're yeah. like, ooh. Oh. You're supposed to use you're, soap and water. You ever on smell it? Boys. I don't smell it, Alex. No, no. You ever smell it? 
Dude, fun fact Fun fact about your boy uh, My first pair of glasses I got when I was in the third grade I didn't know how to properly clean them So one, I only cleaned them with my t-shirt But then I would also like be like Oh, that's a smudge And I would just lick the, I would lick the glasses mm. and wipe it with that mm. Turns out your, your saliva contains a lot of acid And it just deteriorates uh, the glasses over time And my glasses were just foggy so don't do that. I bet your glasses were gross. Think about all the stuff you missed that year because you just couldn't <laughs> see it. Just blindly crossing streets. Just you're, like, well. Your third grade teacher is just a big blur in your head, like literally a blur. <laughs> I hate you, sir. <laughs> Hello, my name is Becky Schmader. I'm the game master for This Could Get Dicey, and it's a beautiful day to buy a brand new dutch oven Ooh, absolutely thank you um one uh do you want to say do you want to say brand because i'm curious brand but you don't have to say brand i'm gonna say brand i'm gonna say i got an enamel a blue enamel blue on the outside cream on the inside uh enamel dutch oven from lodge so oh oh how have you have you have you you haven't used it yet do you have it with you is it is it in this room is it in the room right it's now not, it's <laughs> in the other room so when we're done recording i'll show you all and or take a picture and we'll post it on socials i guess becky is known to bake a treat what are you planning on making in this thing oh, i mean i could make all kinds of things like i nice mean i already crisp. had a dutch oven yeah but it um I like when we made I made pot roast last year for Christmas with mm-hmm. with Alex um and I like scorched the bottom of it like pretty bad on the inside it still is like perfectly functional but I'm like it maybe and it's also like a forty year old pot I think so oh, wow. I'm still gonna keep that one but getting a new one but I, I the world joy I mean Dutch oven you can throw you can make bread in there you can make a stew you can make pot roast you can do whatever I use my Dutch oven for. Can fun. I tell you a story about Dutch ovens? Yeah, they're fun. When my when I was a kid, my dad my dad has been smoking since he was eight. I don't think he would mind me telling you this story. He grew up in England and he's been smoking since the age of eight years old. And he, when I was a kid, there was one time when he was trying to quit smoking, <laughs> and uh, I, I he had been trying for like three days or something, and he was really in the in the weeds. And I woke up in the middle of the night, like two three a.m. And the house just smelled of this, like, wonderfully sweet dessert. And so I, like, went to the kitchen. And my dad was in there just, like, furiously baking. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I can't sleep. I can't smoke. So I'm making peach cobblers. I've eaten two whole ones. He ate two <laughs> entire peach cobblers and was working on a third. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, That's impressive. My dad still smokes, so it didn't work, but <laughs> it was a great use of our Dutch oven. Wow. I'm, I'm thinking of so many possibilities, especially we're going camping somewhat soon. I'm thinking of throwing something in there to, to take to the campsite. I love my little Dutchie. Yeah. I wanted so badly. It wouldn't work for our, our, our camping setup that we all have, but I wanted to get one of those lodge ones that are like specifically for like campfire cooking where you put the coals like on top of it on and pops, all that. Oh, yeah. That was tempting, but it just wouldn't work with it, like the, the setup we have. But Primal. Primitive. <laughs> it's your Dutch <laughs> oven. <laughs> all right. Last we left off, our adventurers had decided to spar with each other, testing each other so they might stay fresh with unknown adventures ahead of them. Loomis bested a meal, and Ellis knocked Loomis out, turning them into mist. 
Emil studied Loomis for a moment before they were healed and returned to their corporeal form. Uh, the group turned in for the evening and headed to the academy in the morning. They spoke with Professor Anya Ramovic, cleric and premier professor of Dodothal, uh, the goddess of death. While there, Loomis asked questions about death, asked if Dodothal had plans for, th for them, and uh, asked about the era of the lost. You got a couple answers, I think. You got some direction, um, and the professor asked if you found any more information about the era of the lost to please pass it on to her. You all have now left the academy and are in the town square of Mistfall. It is the morning still on the 24th day of Windcrisp. You all have about a week to get to Venzor, uh, or before you have about a week until you're supposed to meet Elizabeth and Venzor. And that is where we are town square of mistfall um well it's still morning are we trying to like leave today we can I, um i forget how long did we say the boat ride was gonna take three, three days. days three days but it would be how long by like horseback um about six and we would have to go through the woods and stuff yes Oh, uh, we we can obviously. I'm from Venzor, so I, I mean, we. It would be nice to see my family for a few days. Um, if we don't have anything pressing to do here, and you all are willing to come meet my family, I guess. Uh, we could we could get on a boat to Venzor. I mean, the only issue is I'm I'm not willingly getting on a boat. Yeah, no wet blankets, right? <laughs> Get it, blankets? Because of what we just learned from Professor Ramovic? Yeah. I get it. It wasn't that I don't get though. it. She said all this stuff about a thread and a blanket or something. Like, Loomis is a blanket, I think. Like, two blankets, I, I think, oh. at this point. No, I, I have two blankets. I just lost one of them. And, and I'm you need your blank You need together. your blankie back. Yeah. <laughs> Banky. <laughs> um. Um. Well, uh, Loomis, uh, well, okay. So, pros and cons. Pros, boat's faster, boat's safer. Con, Loomis doesn't want to do it. Um, <laughs> horse ride, horse ride there. Pros, um, Loomis, uh, would be better, uh, on that. Con, um, we'll have to go through the woods and probably get stinky and, um, probably have to fight, like, uh, I don't know, like a cyclops or something. Um. How, how do you know that the boat is safer. Uh, it's just, it seems harder for things to get to us in the water versus the woods. And, and the two times that we have collectively been in the woods, the first time we were kidnapped, the second time a bird flew through Ellis's chest and people tried to kill us in the woods. And then a plant talked to us or something. I don't know. A lot of shit happened in the woods outside of Mistfall. I guess you have a point, but still the matter at hand, I'm, I'm not going to willingly walk on this boat. That's fine. So I have a plan. Um, we and, and and Loomis, if if you know, obviously you gotta consent to this. We fashion uh, some sort of like uh, EMS stretcher that you can lay on, and um, me and Emil will like carry you, so you can't really feel like you know um, when we're on the boat. When we step onto the boat, 
hopefully, you know, gravity's weird and you'll just feel like you're laying down and you won't be rocking in a boat. But also for a precautionary measure, we can put a burlap sack over your head. And as a extra precautionary level, uh, I can cast Charm Person on you and just tell you that everything's <laughs> going to be fucking fine. Yeah, just willingly submit to the, the magic. And we'll be able to do this. Oh, oh, I can all. What if I cast uh, um, blindness or deafness on you? What, what would be worse? You hearing the sounds of the water or you seeing the water at all? I think seeing it. Great. So no burlap sack. I'll make you blind. <laughs> 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 okay, but I can't know it's coming because I'm definitely going to deflect it. I have an ability to make you want to fight me. Compel duel. I, you know, I can kind of shoot some spores out. You I don't only have used it to. Once. And then, you like, I would to just do that for me to want to fight you. Well, well, but but in this case, you would have to do it. I would blow the spores at you, run onto the boat, and you would have to come get me. Okay, I think we try. We do it all. Okay, all right. <laughs> Got a smorgasbord. <laughs> I do. I do think. That, you know what? Look, um, if we, if I've learned anything with working with you two chuckle fucks, is that the longer we spend coming up with a plan, um, we're gonna end up putting a bunch of tables on a boat, and then the boat's gonna sink, and then we're all gonna drown. <laughs> um, so, I, my, this is let's just wing this. Let's. I, I feel like we're we're at our best when we're just loosey goosey with it. Yeah, you know let's let's walk to the docks. You try and get book charter, charter a boat to Venzor, and then we'll we'll just go from there. Does anybody have any last minute things they need to wrap up before we blow this uh popsicle stand? Did we already get our suits? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> if not, yes. then yes. Just so the editor, <laughs> the audience knows that was not edited. Becky and I said yes at the same time. I didn't know if we had gotten our suits. I was just trying to make the decision. Um <laughs> Me too. Yeah. You mean you <laughs> don't want to go back and yeah. talk to Gregory? <laughs> yeah, we got our suits. Look, I'm wearing my new one today. On the outside, just a nice forest green. It's well fitting, but on the inside, studded leather. Me too. How heavy mine would too. that be? I can't even pretty heavy. It. <laughs> it's, it's pretty heavy, God. I gotta be honest. <laughs> Emil's just sweating. Like, he's just... <laughs> Um, okay, so how about this? How about as we get closer to the docks, Loomis, you just kind of not go kind of to what we did last time where you just kind of didn't go near there. Um, and Emil and I will go book charter and then we'll go from there. Okay. Now, you just a reminder, Loomis, while I don't necessarily, while I really, really want you to get on this fucking boat, I don't want to guilt you. Um, so if at any point you feel uncomfortable, um, you should tell me because I worry that you'll stab us all to death. That's a pretty decent fear. No, it's... We're gonna get there faster this way. It makes the most sense. Logically, I just... I cannot physically, willingly get on a boat that is on water. So we have to do all any means necessary to essentially trick me to get on this boat. We've got right. this. We Sounds can good. do it. You all head down to the Mistfall docks, and there just so happens to be a root river cruise ship that is headed out to Venzor. Uh, to the, in mere moments, you know, within the hour, it will be heading out. Um, so you go up to the docks, and there, there it is, a large paddle steamboat. It's white with navy detailing and golden letters emblazoned on the side of it. The Queen S. 
and Bullet. As you approach the boarding ramp, a man greets you all from behind a little podium. A human man with long black hair gelled back and a goatee styled and a styled mustache. He wears a puffy white shirt with a satin navy vest and navy dress pants, a little golden bow tie on his neck. Hello! I am the master of ceremonies of the Queen S. Anne Bellet. My name is Bellet. Are you looking for transportation to Windsor? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, we actually um, are. Uh, you said your name was Bellet? Bellet, yes, B A L E T, Bellet. Nice to meet you, uh, Bellet. Um, uh, are you from around here? I am. Kind of. Well, I'm from Windsor, but we came up the river. Now we're going back down the river. Um, I, I, listen, if you're worried, I'm lot family history of being on boats. Uh, the boat's named after my father, San Anne Bellet. My name is Bellet Anne Bellet. <laughs> okay, that's totally fair. Are you like the captain of the ship? I'm like the master of ceremonies, captain by name, captain of ceremony, you know. There's like another guy who like runs the boat and like drives it and stuff, but like I yeah, I'm the captain. You're like the you're like the head bitch in charge, you know what I'm saying? That's right, my brother. Is this like a fun <laughs> boat? Like there's like activities, you're a master of ceremonies. What's gonna go oh, on on this boat? Oh, absolutely. And as you're like looking kind of like through the like the ramp that leads into the boat, you kind of hear like cheering and like fanfare and music and it seems like it seems like a like a carnival cruise ship perhaps. <laughs> oh boy, this is not gonna be any any help in terms of getting Loomis on board. Is that your no, friend this- over there? <laughs> It's, yeah. So, come on! Come well, on to the boat! Hey, hey, hey! Stop! Stop it! So, quick, quick. Two questions. Um, how much for three tickets to Vinzor uh, as soon as possible? Okay, it will be 20 gold pieces each for room and board for the trip. Any beverages are extra, and our gaming tables are also extra. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Um... Uh, we will be purchasing three tickets. We are. Jeez. Um, uh, do you? I. Uh, do you want to go through the woods? Do you have any coupons or something for seniors? He's like a quadruple senior back there. Let have, me, like a senior let, discount. Let me take a look. He goes through his notebook of like coupons, and it's like <laughs> no kids. Okay, no kids. Mm, that's for two elders. Okay, um, and. Okay, because it's before noon, we happen to have the early bird special, and it's uh, five gold pieces off of your, each of your tickets. That's pretty good. Okay. 25% okay. discount, I'll take it. Sometimes you just have to ask. That's right. I like you that. You know, you go to like a pizza place, you just have to ask what the coupon of the day is. But it's a boat place. <laughs> Do you have pizza on board? Of course! All right! Yes. Oh, Lumis, they have this pizza. is going to be the best fucking boat ride ever. Um, so our friend back there, um, look, we don't want to embarrass him, so let's try not to make a big deal okay. out of this. Okay, okay, um, I can do that. He's incredibly scared of open water and boats in general. Um, so, he, but, he, but, but he is going to be getting on this boat with us. Um, but we are going to have to sort of... I just don't want you to be alarmed the way we get him on this boat. Okay, you you pay the money. I'm fine. People come on the boat. It's so good for me. You know, people <laughs> on the boat's fine. Okay, cool. Um, 
When when are you leaving? When are we departing? I'm like an hour. Great. Fabulous. We got this. We got this. Do you want me to like, do I need to help? (laughs) Do you have any kind of like sleeping potions or something for those who get sick? Oh, no, we have Dramamine. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) this person doesn't have any liquid inside of them. So I don't think Dramamine is really necessary. Oh, no. Good luck. All right. Um, cool. So be back in an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys come back by. I mean, you could get on the boat now. Well, we got we got a little bit of work ahead of us. A little, little bit of pre-pro. Uh, but we'll, we will see you in an hour. I, I hand him uh, 45 gold. Okay. As uh, we are walking away, um, I'm like, Emil, I, I can't believe we didn't think about this. Let's 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 go try to find a potion shop really quick and see if we can find some sort of sleeping aid. But I like thought Loomis, Loomis doesn't actually sleep, right? Oh, can, well, by this time, I imagine we're, we're saying this as we're walking up to Loomis. I'm like, Loomis, can you be put to sleep? I mean, technically, yes, but also no, it's not like a normal sleep. But I, I'll i be knocked out, essentially. Okay. Um, Let's um, let's go find a potion shop and see if we can make you go cheapy nine-nine real quick. That's the okay. easiest solution of everything we've said so far. <laughs> Literally. I, I, I was talking about burlap sacks and spell slots. Like, there are people whose job it is to do this. Yeah, I don't need you to beat me up for the second time in 24 hours. Let's, I don't need to cast Compel Duel on you. Let's just put you to sleep. You all go to the Burnt Cauldron real quick. Um, where you, I think you've been here before, but there's a halfling um, sort of androgynous with shaggy hair and a trace of facial hair coming in. Um, they greet you all, um, and you ask for a sleeping potion. Sure enough, they have a sleeping potion. It costs 20 gold pieces. I bought all the boat tickets. I got the. I got this one. We're going to need two, actually. One, like a round trip. Round trip tickets. <laughs> Ooh, good idea. They have, they have a plethora of sleeping potions. You know, people use it as, like, ambient, nice little sleep aid. <laughs> Great. I purchased two of them. Okay. Uh, as we're walking back to the docks, I say, and now for something we've only seen once before when you ate that golden pear. Loomis, consume this potion. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if there's like a like a resistance spell to, like, to it, but just to be safe, I'm like, Loomis, before you drink that, I just wanted to tell you um, you're stupid. And I cast uh, unsettling words. Uh, so you have to subtract a bardic from your next saving throw, just in case you need to make a <laughs> saving throw. I don't think you'll need to make any sort of saving throw. I, guess... I just told you you're stupid. <laughs> I just turned you like, what was that for? Drink. Ooga booga booga booga. <laughs> Uh, you drink if since you seem to be kind of like like willing to take the sleeping potion. You take the sleeping potion, and um, do you all catch Loomis as they like pass out? No. Uh, yes. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yes. I would. I, I would think it happens so fast that you don't have the reaction time to do it. That's fair. Roll a dexterity <laughs> check. Okay. Both of you. I natural one. A natural twenty. Okay. <laughs> Push I died Ellis the other out of way. The way. <laughs> yeah, Stop I think insulting Ellis him. Is, like walking to the boat already, like not thinking about that part of the, of the plan. Um, as you, Emil, drag Loomis onto the the boat. The cruise ship is three floors tall. Um, the first floor has a large bar in the center of it with gaming tables strewn about. 
the patrons of the ship seem to be to vary from travelers just needing to get to the next destination uh, to revelers who will spend all their days on the ship perhaps um, so yeah you kind of drag Loomis in um, Galette greets you all again welcome back friends Shh. Oh, welcome back, friends. Your room is on the second floor. Okay. Well, you each have rooms. There are three rooms on the second floor. Okay, cool. And it hands you keys. How long Can does the Can my person... eyes be open this yeah. time? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Is your friend... This, this is your friend. Are they okay? Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not with us at the moment. That's Okay. That's okay. No, I'm sure you see it all here. the time. This seems Absolutely. like the kind of boat where this happens often. Uh, quite a bit, yes. We're gonna go get settled in. Is there like I don't know? Is there like um, a time for any certain festivity, or is it just kind of like fuck around on this, you know, carnival cruise? Pretty much fuck around for three days until we get to Venza. Okay, hey, hey, Bellette, we need to like anchors up as soon as possible because if this guy wakes up while this boat is still here. Everyone on this boat is gonna die. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's just a figure no. of speech. It's a is figure of speech. No, 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 no. No, no. Not an no. actual threat of violence, but like he will be upset that he's on a boat. Okay. And because he's also just like a normal guy. He's just like really scared of boats. Okay, that's fine. We'll yeah, we could get moving. Um, as we're walking to the second floor, I'll I'll whisper to Alice and uh, Loomis is asleep. Cannot hear us, correct? Correct. Ellis, I'm having a moral dilemma. What? I am a curious person. My, my curiosity is, is part of what has gotten my business to where it is and has helped me build my family and, and, and pull myself out of the slums and into where I am now. <sighs> Loomis has a new locket. Uh-huh. And it's not the locket that he used to wear that was important to him. Although he said it wasn't very important to him last night. Whatever's inside this locket is, like, really important to Loomis. Loomis is very important to us, to our survival. I, this is awful, I know, but I'm trusting you to... to Allow me to be vulnerable and say, would it be okay for me to open his locket and figure out what's inside? Just to have, like, a little more information on this very mysterious third of our party. Um, uh, before I give you my opinion, answer this question truthfully. Do you actually want to use this to learn more about Loomis? Are you trying to secretly hold something over Loomis's head in case you ever need something from Loomis in the future? Because, um... You've proven yourself to be a pretty business-savvy dude, and that sounds like a pretty business-savvy tactic. Uh, yeah, that is that is what I meant when I said that. Um, he's not very forthcoming, and so if he was to disappear one day, and we were to need something from him, or if someone, God forbid, someone was to take Loomis from us, I would want to have as much information about Loomis as possible to be able to have something to be able to find him to uh, just to like tip the scales more in my direction. And yeah, I know that's awful, I, you know, for like 
common folk, but for me, someone who uh, has had to see everything in that kind of light forever, it's just business. So if you're saying that that's not okay for me to do, then I need you to be kind of my moral compass here. That's why I'm asking you. Um, well, uh, honest opinion, when you said that, you sounded and almost kind of looked like my dad, and, uh, I wanted to punch you in the face when he said that. So I shouldn't do it? Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, overall. Mostly, also, the main point is that Loomis fucking washed you. <laughs> like, washed you. Yeah, um, but now he's unconscious. <laughs> um... Look, and I, I think we're saying this as we're pulling Loomis into <laughs> Loomis's yeah. room. Uh, and I said, I'm going to leave Loomis in this room. Um, and then I'm going to go enjoy the party boat. I think you should do the same. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I would I would love for you to make a persuasion check <laughs> against me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Becky, what would I, would this be like? I don't know. What is this for me? Hmm. Maybe maybe just a contested persuasion check. Either that or like a, like a constitution or something like that to like think about your like moral compass. All right. Don't worry, Destiny. Everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I got a twenty-one. I got a six. Um, I, I think I'm uh, like we're like putting Loomis on like the the bed or whatever. Um, and I think I pull out like I don't know I imagine there's like a, a notepad because every room has a notepad um, and I'm like um, I think we should learn what's in Loomis's locket um, when Loomis decides um, it's uh, time for us to learn what's inside the locket uh, and if Loomis decides to fuck off and never talk to us again well that's Loomis's prerogative, and truthfully, I've been thinking he's been going to do that any second now, especially as we've drugged him and put him on the thing that he hates. Um, <laughs> and on this note, I just write, uh, Hi, sleepyhead. Um, we're partying. You can stay in this room if you want to, or you can come party with us when you wake up. Um, um, don't jump off the boat, because there's water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you live from Alex's office. It's the mid-episode ad break. And I know what you're thinking right now. You're like, Alex, you're drunk. And I'm not drunk. I am tummy sick. But that doesn't stop the fucking grind. And I'm going to keep grinding forever. Por vida. Thank you for listening to this Could Get Dicey. Um, if you can, please rate and review uh, on whatever podcast app you're listening to. If they let you write something, write something nice. If you got something mean to say, keep it to your damn self. Um, share with a friend if you can, word of mouth, you know, the whole bit. You know, use your words that come out of your mouth and it makes other things, um, I don't know, more accessible to others. It's great. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at TCGDpod for funny stuff. Um, and that's it. We'll see you. Well, no, just back to the episode. I'll see you around. You all 
leave the room um, and looking at the second floor that you're on um, it's like a balcony that wraps around the interior to look down onto the main floor um, there's sitting areas up here and um, like little like smaller bars that you can kind of get drinks at and this is kind of like the the winding down area of the revelry um, as you all head down there's like a spiral staircase that leads down into the main floor and as you get down there uh, Bolette comes in um, you kind of like hear the rumblings of like the paddles like warming up in the back and the anchor being pulled in and Bolette um, kind of like stands on a stage uh, a little band behind him and now let the festivities begin Savenza! <laughs> And with that, the, the band picks up playing and the room just like becomes alight with excitement and joy. Um, servers start walking around with snacks and beverages. Uh, there are entertainers making the rounds as well. A bard gently strumming their lute while in the center of the room, you see that there's someone on stilts even juggling batons. It's a party. Uh, you're on a party boat. Um, the gaming tables that were already kind of active now get filled up with more people. Uh, there's, you know, people to talk to, or you can dance or drink or go to the gaming tables or whatever. I'd say about after an hour, Loomis, you'll wake up and you can choose to do whatever you want, all three of you. Emil's, Emil's going to dance. You're going to dance? Emil will dance solo. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> or if there's anyone, like, looking for a partner, Emil will, like, cordially and respectfully ask them to dance and... Uh, he's a very classical dancer. <laughs> he's not like a get down kind of dancer, but yeah, he's looking for dance partners. He's he just wants to get cut, you know, get loose. Sure. Yeah, I think there's quite a few people like also from Venzor on this boat, so they know like the classical. Yeah. Is there anyone um, I know? Um, roll a perception check. Uh, sixteen plus five, twenty-one. I don't think you see anyone that you like personally know okay. there's a sort of uh, portly human man with orangish red wiry hair and a large like bushy styled mustache that sits at the table with a few other like distinguished looking individuals uh, you see this man and you have recognized him from kind of like the higher society of Venzor this man is Elmond Mangory but other than that you don't really see anybody like whose name you know or anything like that but you do find a dance partner who also knows kind of the the dances of the balls and you know the it's like a scene from a knight's tale you guys are like making up a dance as you go kind of thing um great movie and <laughs> yeah it, you you find some dance partners and you guys kind of do one of those classic ballroom yeah. line that's dances. my that's my whole hour until i see loomis if he comes okay great um uh i find it i find a gambling table i want to find uh, something um um sort of um like a quick game if there's a quick game i don't want i don't want like a long like poker or anything like that sure there is a blackjack table which is would probably take no time and a liar's dice table which would take a little longer uh let's do some blackjack okay you will roll 2d10 in secret I, too, will roll 2d10, as I am the house. The buy-in is 50 gold pieces. Unless you don't have 50 gold pieces, then it will be lower. Uh, I'll probably only play one round, but I'll do 50. Okay. 
it's blackjack, you know, this is a high stakes table that you've sat down at, uh, you're kind of checking out the crowd, this seems to be sort of the, um, the high-end traders of Venzor, perhaps, and some of the higher-end uh, traders from Mistfall going down to Venzor, so go ahead and roll your 2d10 in secret, ones can be ones or elevens. Alright, got my number. Cool. You can roll more if you want, like a you know, if you want to hit. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because unless you have black, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Becky, would you allow me to use a luck point to roll again? Roll a sleight of hand to see if you can maybe count some cards here. Oh. No, um, that's a, a three. No. Okay. No. <laughs> then I am at my. I am at my number. The dealer got 21. Ooh, I got 18. Dang. You lose 50 gold. Uh, you assume that because this is a high stakes table that after perhaps like a couple hours there will start being like lower stakes tables as not everyone can... Wants to, everyone wants to continue playing blackjack because it's one of the best casino games, obviously, but they don't want to lose all their money all the time. If I played again, technically by math standards, I would get uh, like my money back. Like, if I put in 50 gold and I won, I would get 100 gold back, so I would get back the money that I lost from the first round. Yeah. Then I'll go again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't go to gambling places. <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm, I'm, well, sorry, I'm not stuck. I'm staying. I, too, am staying. I got a 20. I got 19. You win. Hey. You win your you win your money back. Um, and I run away, flailing my arms like a little uh, like a little schoolboy. Like, like hee 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 hee. Cool. You do that. After an hour, Loomis, you have awoken. Do you join the festivities? I feel like Loomis wakes up to the sound of the band playing. Probably you know chatter. I'm assuming this isn't the biggest cruise ship, but pretty extravagant for a steamboat. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's like loud and boisterous, but not the biggest. Can two things. One, does Loomis see the note? Yes. I imagine okay. they made it like in a pretty obvious spot that you would you would see it. Right over okay. your so, face. Okay. Just like, yes. <laughs> okay. I feel like Loomis like jolts up like you know the typical like uh, vampire sit up back straight type of thing and then the note just falls into their lap he reads it second can loomis tell he is on a boat uh roll a perception check 13 i think that they close there's there's probably like a window in your room and they i'm sure they like closed it and maybe even like really pinned it down and make sure like the blinds wouldn't or the curtains wouldn't flow open or anything but you know it it seems like a large enough boat that it's like stable enough that you can't you know there's not like rocking motion or anything like that so you can okay. tell you're moving but not necessarily okay loomis in their head is like you're probably on this boat it's fine it's not moving fast you're not on the water it's fine just keeps telling themselves that okay and i always said two things actually three things can loomis get um a spidey sense if you will that of what um, Emil and Ellis were talking about while they were passed out. Seeing that Loomis technically doesn't sleep, 
I know he was unconscious. Boo. <laughs> no, boo. <laughs> boo. Hey, what did Becky say earlier? You gotta ask. It's like asking ask. for the coupon. <laughs> yeah. Let's, you know. Can, Can I have I a no awareness coupon, please? Roll a perception check with disadvantage, and it'll be a high DC. I figured, yeah. We'll see. Uh, two, no. Two nat uh, natural one. <laughs> no. <laughs> But you gotta ask everyone. It's the you gotta first ask. sleep. Gotta it's ask. the first sleep you've had in two centuries. You were out. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Loomis. That's a good point. Loomis is very like groggy, groggy. Yeah. and a little stumbly. Like you would think he just got off of a bender, but he just <laughs> slept for the first hour of his life in the past twenty. No, 226 years. So, yeah, Loomis will then head to the noise, making it very aware that, like, when he's walking, he's facing the inside of the boat, not looking outwards <laughs> in the okay. back. He's <laughs> fucking just, strafing like, side to side like he's playing Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> walking sideways in the hallway. Yes. You walk out into the second floor balcony, and fortunately, from like where you're at, there, there's like no windows in the sitting area. They kind of, you know, it's like a, 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 the, it's like Vegas. There's there's no windows. There's no clocks. You can't really tell where you're at. Um, I also can, assume I've never been on a cruise before, but I would assume you don't realize you're on a boat. <laughs> I I would assume. Has anyone been on a cruise ship? Great. Nah, never. Hey, listeners at home, if we're getting this all wrong. Shut up. Don't shove it. <laughs> uh, no, we, we love you all so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, but yeah, you can see, sir, you have, um, you're looking out from the second floor balcony down into the main room and there's like enough like walls and, and doorways that, you know, if you went downstairs, you wouldn't be like bombarded by the sight of the the river. So you would be you would be safe to, to go downstairs and continue to know that you're not looking at water. Is Emil still dancing and Ella still gambling? That is up to them. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I mean I think I played I think those first two things of blackjack went uh, probably pretty quickly. Um and then uh I'm, I'm I imagine by the time you find uh Ellis he uh is relaxing at some sort of booth or table. Uh, several cocktails in um, just like totally vibing. He is having a, he loves this. As soon as I, I've been like, I keep an eye on the door and as soon as I see Loomis come in, I like corner him with Ellis and I'm like, you've got to come dance with me. This is a great crowd for dancing. Loosen us up before the ball. Both of you, come on, let's dance. No. Loomis, 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 look at me. Loomis. <laughs> Loomis ha- this whole time has just been looking you dead in the eyes because they don't want to look elsewhere. <laughs> listen, listen. On the dance floor, if you really lose yourself in the song, you can become a whole different person. You're on the water now. I know you don't want to hear that, but like, let's go out there and disassociate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're on the boat. You're on a boat. Especially when you're on the dance floor. Um. Well, hold on. Let's start. Let's start slow, Loomis. I know you. Uh, you know I'm not about to question whether or not you eat or drink. But does alcohol still affect you? You don't, don't have blood. So. I don't. There's no think blood. So. <laughs> you can't get like high or nothing, man. <laughs> yeah, blood sucks. <laughs> yeah, oh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why life is so bleak for you. 
Okay, well, um, how about this? Well, uh, l- how about, Loomis, what would you like to do? Sit down. Okay. Um, <laughs> compromise. Uh, Emil, I'll meet you out on the dance floor in like 15 minutes. I thought you were going to tell Loomis to sit in the chair on the dance floor while we dance around him. <laughs> Surprise. It's your puppet's <laughs> Um, no, no, I want to hang with the two of you. I, we should probably talk, too, and plan. That's probably a good idea. Uh, I'm trying to get toasted, so I'm going to go get another cocktail. Uh, um, uh, Emil, do you want something? Me, too, me, too. Oh, uh, here, here's some gold, and I give him five gold. Uh, Emil's in, like, a exuberant kind of mood. Cool. I think the five gold gets y'all like a good amount of drinks for the rest of the day as you all keep pounding them. I want and I want like the most like like fruitiest fruit flavored like icy blended like like daiquiri glasses. Absolutely. And then it has the um, like I want to wake up so dehydrated and hungover tomorrow morning. You got it. I'm having so much fun on this cruise and. 35 gold or 45 gold is how much I've spent today on just like enjoying myself, uh, you know, between the sleeping potions and the, these drinks. And that's the most <laughs> I spent on myself for fun in like a long time. I love buying stuff. Do I owe y'all anything for the, the cruise uh, or the no, sleeping potions? Absolutely not. I think your payment enough um was uh just getting on this fucking boat and chilling just chill that's like and even if you're not chill just still just sit still yeah do you like to read or anything like maybe we can get you a nice novel to dig into like you can finally finish a victor hugo novel or something (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i I could read a novel i don't i thought we're planning for the next couple days though oh yeah 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 Yeah, sorry i'm a little lost i'm a little lost sorry Um, lost in the sauce um um so when we get to vinzor um i've only ever been in vinzor like a couple times i don't know much about it um i do do you want to go like straight to your house uh i mean or do you should we get like a a fucking like a tavern somewhere uh no you you can both stay at my house if you're okay staying in a guest room yeah I have, I have plenty of room for both of you. I think my family would be accommodating of that. We've had okay. people come into town before and stay with us. Uh, you, you'd be more than welcome. Yeah, I, I, we don't have to meet with Elizabeth for a few more days after we arrive. So getting to Venzor, I, I mean, I can kind of just show you around. We can, you know, you can see the city and like, I don't know if you've noticed, but I think I like, I think I like look different now than when we first met. I, I, can you tell that I'm changing more into? I was dropped my voice to a whisper. Can you tell I'm changing more into like what I buried in the forest out there? To be honest, I haven't really been paying attention to your appearance. I guess it's to, uh, and it, I guess like am like like sitting there and like kind of like you know i like reach over and i kind of like pull up emil's uh sleeve like do i see like do i see any visible change on you emil becky we had talked about like i'm i'm more like my joints are more knotted up my veins are protruding more yeah i think you're like visible changes do we see i think like your skin in certain areas is starting to like take on the appearance of like 
some like woody barky kind of texture and like feeling like a little bit more stiff when you touch it it's not it doesn't feel like skin it feels like a little bit um rougher and yeah i think you're like your joints and specifically like your extremities probably are like darker in color as um they seem to be turned like turning more into to wood or bark i mean i i am a different person than my left home not just because of what we've been through but physically to my family i am i am different now and i think because of that kara my wife she's gonna notice something's up and i'm gonna have to answer some questions do you not feel comfortable sharing this with her no clearly not (laughs) i guess not i uh... why this wasn't part of the plan. She and I have uh, have worked really hard for the life that we have. We we have two daughters. This I I pull out the letter that I got from Isabella at the library from who I presume is my mother. I think the person who wrote this letter that I slide to them I think the person who wrote this was probably a parent of mine, most likely my mother. This is this is hereditary. My my kids could be affected by this. I I don't know how I don't know how to deliver this news. I mean, it's not my place, it's your family, but if it's hereditary, I feel like you should tell them. Absolutely. To what end? They- a nine How would you say this to a 9-year-old child? Well, I again to, to echo Loomis, it's definitely not my place, but um, I, would, I wouldn't tell your nine-year-old child yet until you maybe f- figure out a more chill way to do it. But I think conveying it to you, to to your wife could at least give you a head start in that. I mean, but uh, as somebody who kind of lies professionally for like a living... Um, it gets hard uh the 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 lying is is harder the the closer um you are with the person it's it's really easy to get to trip yourself up and to find yourself in a situation that you can't you can't come back from strangers is easy fuck a stranger but a wife <laughs> come on i get that i get what you're saying and I don't know what... I don't have a solution. For the first time in our life together, I don't have an answer for for Kara. I don't... When there's a problem with the business, I'm able to provide an answer. I'm able to solve the problem, or, or we together, or Kara on her own is able to solve the problem. When I put this problem on the table in front of us, there is no solution to it. It's a threat to my health. It's a threat to our business identity. It's a threat to our kids' health. That I have nothing to offer. You can offer the truth. To what end? What can Kara do about it? Well, I mean, what 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 Kara can do about it is keep holding down the fucking fort. You know, keeping that that fucking koala coming in. Um, and, uh, while you and the two of us continue on this journey to find, um, you know, the cure to this. 
But that's already happening. Right now, that's exactly the scenario they're in, except they're not worried about me. Okay, yeah, but uh, picture this. You know, we get back to your place. Um, we retire uh, to our guest bedroom and go immediately to sleep. You and um, Kara go back to the bedroom, and you're like, hello, wife. It's, it's oh, sorry. Uh, I do mask many faces, and I turn into you, and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I'm so bricked up right now. Let's get it on. And then you uh, take off your shirt and she's just like, that's wood. They're not the kind I was looking for. Damn, I set that up so good. Yeah, the best part of the joke was when you pointed it out at the end. Hell yeah. That's what Ellis does. Ellis is like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Believe me, I've thought about this. The exact situation you're talking about, as embarrassing as it is for you to be me and say it out loud, I've thought about it, which is why I know I need to come clean. I I know it. I just am opening up to you both how I said strategy. We need to strategize. And yeah, we need to talk about the ball and how we're going to approach that. I also need help with this, and I'm not asking you as business associates, I'm asking you as friends. How do I tell this this truth? You've seen the worst of it. Besides Sir Quay Nithod, you've seen what more than anyone else what I can do. Um, again, as a professional liar, um uh I often find that lying uh is easy. Um, it's the easy option to do. Um, and the hardest thing there is to do is to say exactly what you want to say. Um, and I hate that that's my advice to you as a friend, but exactly what you're telling us right now is exactly what I think you need to be telling to your wife. This is going to sound weird, but how comfortable would the two of you be? being there with me while I delivered this news because Kara is a pragmatist and the more evidence I have about what's going on the better the more convincing it will be I think do you want me to dress up as you and deliver the news a- absolutely not I don't want you to show yourself as me you pretty much ever again unless it's <laughs> it's uh, needed um I mean yeah I'll I'll be there to help answer any questions I can charm her with magic, no, kill her out. No, you don't need to do that. I can blind her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I'm... We'll, we'll be there, but you have more answers. You have more. Shh, I mean, she'll believe you more than she'll believe us. Well, <laughs> I think you'll see. Um, maybe that's not the case in this particular instance. I mean, imagine, like, I, I don't know, that's hard to imagine, but this is going to be pretty big news, I think. This is a, quite a departure. The me you see here is not the me I am in Venzor. Really. Uh, this, it's going to be a little weird being back. Do you think it'd be helpful to essentially rehearse what you're going to say? No, and that's come weird. up with different scenarios of what she could say? No, <laughs> no, I don't want you to do that. That's that's okay. I, I I'm better. I'm better thinking on my feet anyway. Um, thank thank you for for being honest with me. Uh, I know that's what I needed to hear, and I know. Thank you for being there for, with me when when I have to eventually deliver this news. Loomis, 
my my youngest daughter is going to be very excited to meet you. Um, she's she's quite into like fantasy and and magic and uh, she's like the only one in the family who's like this. But I think meeting a real life vampire will be very exciting to her. Her name is Angel. Angel. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I think in terms of to sort of um uh you know skirt the subject a little bit um when it comes to strategy in at the ball though mm-hmm. um we have our sending stones so we can speak to each other uh, covertly um I think that uh um, covert and stealth are probably going to be the main key points of this mission because we don't really i mean yes mission is figure out who benefactor is uh but i do think we have some things in our corner one loomis stealthy sneaky vampire you know can climb walls hang the ceilings uh very useful um me uh mask of many faces can transform into anybody i see uh, at least if i know what they look like you also have that new item where you get to transform uh and it just leaves you scar on your butt yeah, the the way I see this, Alice, exactly what you're saying. We need a brain, a heart, and a fist. I I, I know Venzor. I know these kinds of balls. I, I can be the brain. I can recognize people. I can point out things that I'm noticing. Alice, you can be the heart and kind of connect with the people we need to connect with. You can be the one who gets us into places or meets us, you know, get, gets people to meet with us. And then when we need a fist, Loomis, there you are to to provide that muscle. I, I think that's kind of our our roles we've settled into in the party as well, if, if I might say so. I, I think that that's probably should be our approach for, for the ball as well as we're trying to figure out and suss out who this benefactor is. Yeah, I mean, we can roll. Uh, I, I, we could probably we should probably roll up together. And then um, when the time comes, if we feel necessary, we... We, we split up. And yes, Kenny, you... Sorry, not Kenny. Who's Kenny? Kenny, ah! And my, my head explodes and caves in and the black hole opens. Your mask um, of faces turns uh, into my face. Uh, and yes, Emil, you are the brain of the balls. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. Yes, Alice, yes! So many, so many cocktails. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to know. It's a hollow moon ball. I wonder if people are going to... Becky, in this world, in Drugala, is hollow moon equatable to Halloween in terms of like people dress up? Or is this just like kind of a ball? It's a masquerade? Do we know what to expect? Uh, It's like a kickoff for the month of Halloween, I get. Or, you know, it's, it's spooky season now. Harvest time. Harvest time and all that. But I think you can probably... It would probably... You've lived in Vinsor long enough that you know that this big hollow moon ball, you've probably heard of it before. It's like put on by the representatives of the city. And so this is, um, you know, it rotates who like hosts it and stuff. But this is, a, you know, a pretty big ball that you infer and that it probably will be a masquerade ball. Oh, we're going to need masks, I just realized. But there'll be plenty of people in the city selling them because enough people will be at the ball you know there's gonna be masks on sale all over the place we probably shouldn't get matching masks though but that would be so hard we should definitely not get matching masks but we, we want to so be able hard, to though, I, we can all agree yeah, right i think it'd be so hard yes and <laughs> i i uh we want to be able to recognize each other you know 
Um, I don't want to lose you in the crowd of masks. Okay. I was just thinking, like, we were all, like, devils or something. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrels would make the most sense, but sure. <laughs> you know what? That's pretty smart, actually. Um, all right. So, all right. So, we have a we have a plan. Uh, step one of plan. Keep fucking partying on this boat. Agreed. Step two. Um, once we arrive, uh, uh, we, no, uh, uh, Loomis, do you need help getting off the boat? I don't think so, as long as we're docked and it's not moving anymore and it's not, like, I wouldn't have to touch water, I'll be fine. I think we're gonna see Loomis move the fastest he's ever moved so far. Absolutely. Like a cat, like a cat that sees a cucumber on the floor or something. Um... (laughs) Y'all seen those videos? Yes, yes. I've They're seen. funny. <laughs> but also me. Don't do that to your cat. Oh, I was going to um, ask if you guys have done it to any of your cats. Absolutely not. No. no. They, th- they think it's a snake. Or a, like oh. a... They, they think it's like a predator. Uh, you guys don't and, and that's why cat. it's funny because it's a cucumber. You guys don't scare your cats ever? <laughs> not oh, on yeah, purpose. Oh, yeah. I go booga boo. I don't know why I was talking as Ellis too. <laughs> <laughs> I go booga booga to them sometimes, especially when they're like really, really hypey. I'll be like, oh, and then they run away. Oh, Craft gets, she is really easy to like jump awake. Same and for it's my dog. Kind of funny. I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm literally just like, I moved on the couch. She's like, <gasps> what was that? <laughs> Sometimes, like, I'll accidentally scare Marceline, and then she'll accidentally, and then I get scared of how scared she gets. <laughs> so we're just both just kind of. Uh, it just never ends. <laughs> yeah. Until you both fall asleep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, step one, party. Step two, get off the boat and go to Emil's house. Emil, you have, um, uh, you know, heart to heart with your wife that uh, Loomis and I will attend. Um, <laughs> and the best part about it. Uh, Emil, if it goes bad, you got it out, baby. You just leave. <laughs> you just leave and go to a big party, right? Well, don't love that. Um, I'd also like, I mean, I in our few days. I don't need days, this. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> in our few days while we're there, I think I should probably reconnect with Sir Quaid. And I thought I, I'd like to introduce the two of you to him. Um, he's the one who I, you know, I, I saw like a bunch of doctors, a bunch of specialists about what was going on with me. The cough at first was all that was wrong. Um, and then, you know, I, I started becoming wood. And so I I eventually connected with the delegation. And he, he kind of has been training me to, to understand what's going on. The crazy thing about Sir Quaid Knight, though, is that he came up in my research about tree split. He's... He's dealt with this before, and he had never indicated to me that he had dealt with it. So I'm a little, I'm a little ticked off right now. Yeah, that's him. like extremely suspicious. Or, 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 or he's like your fucking Obi Wan Kenobi, and like he, he like knows who you are, but like he didn't want to like, like freak you out, and you know wants you to find the journey on your own or something. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for him because he, <clears throat> he helped me when I wasn't. Uh, getting help from anywhere else, but I definitely have questions for him. And then we can find Elizabeth, figure out what's going on with this ball, and then find this this uh benefactor. I wonder if they have a squirrel's folly equivalent, like um the the possum's vice or <clears throat> the the wolf's sorrow. Um, <laughs> 
No, absolutely not. Venzor's run on order and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and control, and, and it's, there's not like a lot of chaos like we bring to where we ever wherever we go. <sighs> I think as like this conversation's winding down, um, I'm like, okay, I'm liquored enough. I'm liquored up enough, Emil. If you want to go dance, we can go dance. No, now I'm just thinking about my wife. <laughs> I don't want to dance right now. Uh, you watch my hair slowly. Just I have no idea what your wife looks like, but masking many faces, I start like slowly growing my hair out more. I'm just like, I could be whoever you want me to be. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Eventually, Bolette, I think, starts making the rounds after it's been like an hour or two with the ship moving. Um, you see him kind of going around to the different like gaming tables and like yelling. He's like, "Hello, how we doing, folks? Are we having fun? Wow, yeah, yeah, the ball!" <laughs> he eventually come, kind of comes up to your table. Hey, are you all being serious over here? <laughs> <laughs> the calm before the storm. Yeah, you know, it's that, that open water. It really gets the soul moving. He immediately sits down with you all and kind of, like, puts his hands underneath his chin. What are you guys going to Venzor for? I have a successful business there called Venzor's Varieties. We'd love to partner oh. with you. Oh, a businessman. Yeah, we could sell discounted tickets for you and split the profit or whatever. You know, we could we could work something out. I will. Okay. Okay. I like your thinking, Mr. Businessman. Okay. I will take notes of this. Make deal with businessmen. What's your name? What are your names? I'm Emil Mazak of Venzor's Varieties. Venzor's Varieties. Okay. I'm Alice Vidove. I'm Loomis. Okay. You don't like, you don't like boats. I know this about you. It's not necessarily the boat. It's the thing that the the boat boat is on. So the boat's pretty. I, I mean, I've never called a boat pretty before. Okay. It's just kind of a bunch of wood. You kind of look at the luscious red carpet below your feet. Look at the emerald wallpaper inside your rooms. Look at the beautiful carvings on the pillars that hold up the balcony. Okay. I think it looks great. This is easily top five, if not top two boats i've ever been on hey thank you and he hands you three drink tokens all right yeah definitely uh, the, the best, best boat. boat i've ever been on put my that's what i'm talking about <laughs> loomis say what okay no that's okay <laughs> you, you all have a wonderful a trip i'll it. see you in an hour <laughs> an hour <laughs> very hands-on mc <laughs> I gotta make sure that people are happy, you know. It's my it's my family's duty. It's what we were born to do. To be on a boat <laughs> and live. And have other people live too. You're living, brother. You're living more than I've ever seen anybody ever live, I think. That's what I'm talking about. He tosses you another drink token and makes <laughs> his right. way, like going to like the next couple tables and um making friends with everybody you all travel for um the day and we will end there as you continue your cruise down to Vinzor. boat trip who knows what's gonna happen
Do we all need to go on a cruise together to really, you know, immerse ourselves in this bit? I'm I'm scared of them. I'm scared too. Also awful for the earth. So yeah. Sounds like this could get dicey (laughs) for for Mother Earth. Really, though, y'all, don't go on cruises. They are, like, awful for the ocean. But I hope you enjoy this cruise that we're on right now, the metaphorical one and the actual one in the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We're really loving having you along with us. Follow along on our socials at TCGDpod. And stay tuned for our next episode on Wednesday, November 22nd. See you then.